Hi, my name is Nikki. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories, Stories. a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. I did that from memory. Yay! We're getting (laughs) so good at this. Just as we were ready to start, I realized I had my paper upside down. I'm like, let's see if I can do it. Challenge accepted. Uh, That's what I did earlier. I was like, let's just see if I can remember it. Uh So then that way. Uh Uh-huh. I'm very Uh proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to kick us off tonight with our true crime headlines. Woohoo! Is that right? Are we yeah. going to stick with that? All right. uh, yeah. I can't tell if that's what I do every week. Okay. I mean, it's close. I feel like if it's week different. to week it changes. Okay. Probably. But yeah. I mean, it's fine. We'll get there. Okay. So I would also like to give myself a self pat on the back because I did not use people.com or all things interesting. What? I know. I'm so proud of myself. So the first true crime headline is actually from CNN.com. Ooh. And this was posted on February 2nd, 2021. So Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. And the headline reads, three people are dead after an argument over snow shoveling leads to a murder-suicide. So three people, including the shooter, are dead after a dispute over snow shoveling in Plains, Pennsylvania, outside Wilkes Bar on is it Wilkes Bear? It's Wilkes Bear. Outside Wilkes Bear on Monday, Plains Township Police Chief Dale Binker told CNN on Tuesday. Around 9 a.m. Monday, the shooter, Jeffrey Spade, got into an argument with James and Lisa Goy, who lived across the street while shoveling snow from his driveway, a release from Luzerne County District Attorney's Office said. The Goys were shoveling snow from their parking spots across the street onto Spade's property, the release said. Spade asked them to stop, and the argument escalated quickly. He went into his house, he got his gun, he shot both of them in close range, then went back into his house, got his AR-style gun, came back outside, and shot them while they were injured on the ground. Then he went inside and killed himself. I think quarantine's driving people crazy. Quarantine is driving people like crazy. And now, believe me, should those people have been shoveling their snow onto his property? Absolutely no, not. No, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it should escalate to that. Correct. The punishment does not fit the crime. I just go out and yell at my neighbors. Yeah. I was going to say, murder is not the punishment for shoveling snow onto somebody's lawn. Get the hell off my lawn! Yeah. So that was our first true crime headline. The second one is pretty much just as cheerful if not worse this is from usa today so this is from usa today.com that's really hard especially after as many glasses of wine as i had okay and the headline here says five children among six killed in muskogee oklahoma shooting rampage what the hell also how did i miss this also posted on february 2nd 2021 Five children were among the six people killed on Tuesday in a shooting rampage at a home in Muskogee, Oklahoma, authorities said. Suspect Jaron Dijon, Dijon Pridgen, 25, was taken into custody, Muskogee police officer Lynn Hamlin said. We don't believe it was random, she mentioned. We just don't have any details yet of why or what happened. Hamlin said the suspect and victims all lived in the home, but the exact nature of their relationship has yet to be determined. It happened at around 1.30 a.m. Uh-uh. Yep. So, Again, no further details on that. People I know. Insane. I know. Correct. Pick Correct. up a hobby. Do a hobby. Yeah, one that doesn't involve shooting your neighbors, please. 
and yeah. they do. Cross stitching. That's a really good one. <laughs> Cross stitching. Crocheting. Where That's what Jovi is doing now. It is. You can yeah. stab a bunch of things a million times and uh-huh. get yeah. out all that aggression. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's okay for us to offer a little bit of transparency as to why we're doing a, a good round of recommendations, yeah. right? Okay. So um, it is Nikki's episode for Bed Crime Stories. And the story that Nikki is going to share with us tonight is actually a little bit shorter than oh, yeah. huge. A little Very short. Huge. I started panicking last night and yeah. I was like, hmm. I got a panic but I, it text. Was like, it was like one of those things where I was like, I, I don't want to not do this because mm-hmm. I, I think it's a really interesting thing that has kind of played out mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll we'll go over the story in a yeah. little bit yeah so what we decided to do to kind of make sure that you guys still got your listening worth yeah is we're gonna kind of go over some things that we're watching we're listening mm-hmm. to we're reading all of that stuff to give you guys maybe some suggestions of things that you might not yourself be uh privy to or yeah. aware of so um Nikki, do you have any, would you like to kick off with something that you're watching, reading, or listening to? Well, I'm uh, listening to an audiobook. Okay. But it is, uh, I'll be gone in the dark. Nice. Yeah. So, obviously, Michelle McNamara. Yeah. I have to say, I actually also listened to it on audiobook versus reading, and I I preferred it that way. I'm not a big reader. I'm normally just an audiobook kind of person, or like watching, like visual audio But like Mm -hmm. reading, no. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I am a big reader. I have a nice big pile of books on my bedside table right now. I am a reader. But for some reason, that book just, there was something much more moving about listening to the words. I think it was honestly because of the way that Michelle wrote. Um, It just came across beautifully in audiobook. Yeah. So. And the other thing about that book is um, she, she was not. Uh, she didn't get to finish it. Right, exactly. And Billy came in and he, he finished that book. Yeah. Um, it's it's a wonderful book. And the one thing that I do also love about it is after reading it, then getting mm-hmm. to watch the documentary, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. See, I did it backwards. Okay. I watched the documentary. I got very emotional. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to the audiobook. Okay. And uh, Patton Oswalt is uh, very amazing. Mm-hmm. Like He's anytime, amazing. anytime I shout out to that man, he responds with hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, like, anytime I listen to him talk about her, it makes me very emotional. I start mm-hmm. crying like a big baby. Yeah. But yeah. The other thing, though, that I'm so excited for is the Cecil Hotel. Yes. That's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of my actual recommendations kind of has to do with that, kind of to piggyback off of that. So I recently started subscribing to Discovery Plus, okay. the new streaming channel through mm-hmm. Discovery. And they already have a Cecil Hotel series. Ooh, th- I mean, called- Cecil's been like, it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's called The Ghosts of Cecil Hotel. And I already have it on my list to watch. I haven't watched it yet, oh. but I'm very interested to... That whole that. that whole hotel and just intrigues the hell out of me. It's very interesting. Figure Richard Ramirez were li- was living there at the time of his murders. Mm-hmm. It's just there's a lot of very eerie and creepy things that happen at that hotel. And mm-hmm. from what I understand, the hotel from American Horror Story Hotel was based on the Cecil Hotel. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I stopped watching American Horror Story when they started doing the circus one. And I love, I love circus stuff. I just can't do clowns. Mm. So once I started having nightmares of the clown in my bedroom when I was mm-hmm. sleeping at night, that's when I was like, all right, I got to. I will tell you the only season of American Horror Story I watched from start to finish was Hotel. 
Really? Yes, because not I not even the first season. The am, first season's the best. I am the biggest Lady Gaga stan. So watching Hotel and watching Wait, she her, was in that. Yeah, Lady Gaga was one of the main characters in Hotel. She'll be back in the new season. FYI. She was also technically in Roanoke too. She yeah. was like, but she was in like heavily disguised. What? I love Lady Gaga. See, like so I said, much. I stopped watching yeah. at at a certain point. Yeah. I adore Lady Gaga. Stephanie Germanani, if you out there. Hit me up, girl. I love you. Um, I adore you, and I want to be your friend. Uh, so anything with her in it, and she was fantastic. I think she actually won the Golden Globe for Isn't Hotel. Hulu, and she was or what is it? What is what is? Should that be on, on right Netflix now. now. Netflix. Okay. Ryan Murphy has an exclusive contract with Netflix. I'm like okay. weirdly an entertainment person. No, that's fine. My boyfriend is too. Yeah, he he has an exclusive contract with Netflix, so I'm pretty sure all of his shows are exclusive to Netflix. I'll have to go. I'll have that's to why go watch all of his. Then. That's why all of his shows are only now coming out on Netflix, like Politician uh, okay. and things like that. I'll have to go watch it, especially if it's based after that, because I like that documentary is coming out soon, and I got so mm-hmm. excited, especially about is it Lisa 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 Lamb Lamb right? Okay, mm-hmm. that Lisa Lamb. Yeah. Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lamb. That is wild to me. Yeah. So, like I said, to kind of piggyback off of that, Discovery Plus, man, I will tell you, I was not 100% sure if I was going to subscribe to Discovery Plus because I had just canceled my subscription to Peacock, though I might have to get a new subscription to Peacock because Parks and Rec was free and now only the first three seasons are free and the rest of it isn't. And I was in the middle of a binge and your girl needs some Parks and Rec. But anyway. Chris Pratt. (sighs) Uh, no. I don't know. What? But anyway, so Discovery Plus, I was not 100% sure if I was going to watch it, but they have a true crime page on Discovery Ooh. Plus, and it's all of like the Oxygen, A&E, all of those true crime shows. One of the shows that's on there, and I'm pointing to Jovi, there was a period of our lives where Jovi and I lived together for about two years. Jovi and I lived together, and we became obsessed with a TV show, yes, yes. The look on Joey's face is going to tell you everything. We became obsessed with this television show called Killing Fields. Yeah. Okay. Killing Fields, season one, follows a gentleman named Rody Sanchez, who is a retired cop in the Iberville Parish Police Department in Louisiana. And he is... Um, he had been the lead investigator on a case for the death of Eugenie Boisfontaine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The accent, Boisfontaine, the accidents in the, sh- the accents in the show are just like, it's my real life. Like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, he partners up. So he's retired. They bring him back on the force. They reinstate him and they partner him up with Aubrey St. Angelo, who is so attractive. I can't even explain to you how good looking Aubrey San Angelo is. He's so handsome. Anyway, so Rhodey and Aubrey out there trying to solve this 17-year-old cult case. And it's like emotional. There's also like personal drama going on. It's unbelievably amazing. I feel like I'm going to have to subscribe to Discovery Plus now. You can do a free trial for a week. Hashtag not sponsored. This is not an ad. I have been rewatching Killing Fields and 
I've watched it. I know what happens. I know. Joby's like, are you going to your phone now to like. No. I, oh. I was actually going to say, I think Verizon, if you have Verizon, is doing this thing where you could get um, a subscription for six months. <gasps> oh. I have Verizon too. They did it with Disney Plus. <gasps> Interesting. Yes. So I, think, I think I saw and That's the only reason. And Discovery is no national. Or, um, National Geographic yeah. is connected to Disney, not I, Discovery. I want to say, it, I did see that email, and I was like, oh, I don't know, but now you're saying this Dude. Like, all you have to say was that. Killing Fields. Yes. Dude, let me tell yeah. you guys. Six months. <gasps> fuck, yes. Discovery okay, cool. Get six months on us with your plan, six ninety nine every month after. Look oh at that. God, okay, yes. guys. Okay. So, highly recommend, if you have Verizon, I'm telling you, like I said, not sponsored. I have, I have Hashtag Verizon. not an I'm ad. Get it. Dude, Discovery... Plus, if you want to sponsor us, I will talk about you literally every week. I love Discovery Plus. The shows that I found on this, on this, they have an entire like serial killer section. Mm. Like I said, there's the ghosts of the of the Cecil Hotel. Original series is about true crime. All these old series about true crime. It's phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal. So highly recommend uh, Discovery Plus. Highly, highly, highly recommend. And dude, watch Killing Fields. It's it's brilliant. Killing Fields is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a couple more recs. Yeah. A couple more recommendations. So two recommendations actually for YouTube channels. So um, because I am an older millennial, I didn't actually start getting into watching YouTube until the beginning of the pandemic. And that's when I really started to get really into YouTube. And a lot of it was actually mostly makeup content. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my YouTube viewing stemmed from makeup content and through my makeup channels i discovered of course like bailey sarian and and things like that right but through bailey sarian she recommended this amazing channel um her name is sydney black and she spells sydney as c-y-d-n-e-e sydney black and she does it she does a series called makeup and history and she releases episodes every other thursday and it's about like interesting historical stories she did watergate she did jfk she did um what were some of her other ones? Fascinating shit. She did the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Oh, yeah. She did. I mean, the things that she's talked about, fascinating, fascinating stuff. And she's funny, clever, smart. She's f- fucking beautiful. I adore her. So makeup and history, Sydney Black. She's fantastic. I was just like, she's oh, amazing. You have someone else, right? I do. Okay. Go ahead, if you have. Yeah. I have two that I'm like super obsessed with. So the first right. is uh, Brooke, uh, Brooke McKenna. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's M-A-K-E-N-N-A. Mm-hmm. She's actually like, I think she's British. So like okay. just listening to her is just very nice already. Mm-hmm. So I'm really obsessed with her. And then I'm also obsessed with uh, Kendall Ray. I do. Which Billy Jensen follows Kendall Ray. So like, <laughs> you know, she's got to be good. I've watched Kendall Ray content. Yeah. Um. So maybe I will subscribe. Hmm. I, I do like her. A um, lot. I have watched episodes of hers. Yeah. My other YouTube channel is yeah. a little different. It's not so murdery. It's just more deathy. Uh-huh. So a little fun fact about Charlie. So <clears throat> I am a rare breed of true crime fan where I love true crime, but I am not like 
spooky girl, like spooky season. I don't. Oh no, like, I don't like scary stuff. Like, well, like I don't like Halloween. Oh, I, I, love I Halloween. don't. No, like I'm not. Like I'm like kind of an anti true crime girl. Like the way that people think that true crime people would be mm-hmm. of like loving Halloween and like Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm not oh, that no, person. Mm-mm. I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm just like not that girl. Not that girl. I just like fall. Um, I love fall. Yeah. Oh, no. Give me big sweaters and pumpkin spice lattes and call it yes. a day. Like, yes. I'm basic bitch fall. Yes. But not Halloween girl uh, at all. I'm, I'm Halloween girl up until the point of it involving glitter. I'm not a big glitter Oh, no. Person. Like, I don't even like going but to, But I like, do. I do like your cup. <laughs> I do like your cup. Let me state that. Let me Jovi roll got back. Insulted. Let me roll back. <laughs> Jovi's entire identity I don't is like, glitter. I don't like having to go pick up like a glitter skull and then like then I have glitter all over me oh, for like. Oh no, because then it gets in my. I've gotten glitter in my eye. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Look, Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Glitter's awesome. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What I am though, I don't know if it's just. For, for other reasons, I don't know. I have like a strange macabre fascination with just death in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very interesting. I actually always wanted to be a mortician. I always wanted to own a funeral home. It was actually an ambition of mine to do that. Me too. Until I found out that the bodies move after they die. Oh, that actually doesn't bother me. I can't do that. Once no. I found out that I possibly but I also have- believe in zombies. Once I found out that I would possibly have to embalm a body, that's when I was like, check please. So, um, but I, I find the whole process fascinating. I don't know if it's just a play on my own personal, like fears with death or what have you, but it kind of like comforts me of like, Mm -hmm. people are going to care about you. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, all of this to say, I have a YouTube recommendation. Um, her name is Caitlin Doty and the name of her channel is Ask a Mortician. Um, she is... I went down like a crazy Ask a Mortician rabbit hole in the last two weeks. That's all I've been watching on YouTube constantly, every day, for hours and hours and hours. She's been on YouTube for like over 10 years. There's so much content on her channel, I can't even get through it all. She's amazing. She's, again, charming, funny, clever, smart, brilliant, beautiful, powerful, amazing. She is phenomenal and apparently i read a book of hers and i didn't even realize i didn't put two and two together until after like watching the third the third episode of her show and i was like how come i this is so familiar to me um i read this amazing book by her called smoke gets on your smoke gets in your eyes and it's all about running a crematory and it's a true story it's one of her memoirs but caitlin doty ask a mortician she's phenomenal i adore her she has amazing content about the pandemic and um she has owns a funeral home in la so she talks she actually just released a video like two or three days ago about what la is going through right now with their covid deaths and how uh, traumatic and dire it is out there and what you can do to help and blah 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 it's phenomenal she's fantastic uh caitlin doty she's great subscribed She's the best. And my last recommendation <laughs> also is going to come with a little shout out. Um, so years and years and years and years ago, I became friends with um, a very close friend of mine. Her name is Nicole, uh, not the Nikki who's in the room with me, another Nicole. She um, she and I kind of bonded over like weird things that we had in common. We both loved the musical Jesus Christ Superstar. And we were both obsessed with the last meals of death row inmates. 
That is so intriguing. It is. I don't know why. It's the most simple and innocuous fact about a person when they are about to die, but it is fascinating, fascinating to me. So for Christmas, she bought me this book called Last Supper's Famous Final Meals from Death Row by Ty Treadwell and Michelle Vernon. And it is a book of 135 pages full of facts and interesting tidbits about death row about last meals for death row inmates here's an example albert fish was executed in 1936 and his last meal was a t-bone steak for lunch and roast chicken for dinner what would your last meal be i don't know and you want to know what as i read this book that's what i do i'm like yeah i might order that (laughs) (laughs) i think mine would have to be like tacos probably like mine would be so lame yeah i have a feeling mine would be lame too because like i'm sitting here and i'm like i have a lot of favorite foods but none of it to be like this is the last i eat tacos every single week sometimes twice in a week it is my favorite food mine would be like i guarantee you mine would be a lot of like fast food. Oh, i think mine would be like a lot of ta- fast food I, I i know i'd have pizza i'm sure i'd have taco bell because i love taco bell mm-hmm. i think i know mine would be wings oh oh yeah that's a good one once a week interesting once a week yeah wings wait how do you take your wings i prefer i i don't mind eat i don't mind either one but i prefer boneless because i don't want to work for my food oh i just want to eat it see i like drums extra fried extra wet like, That's what she said. Yeah. That is what she said. I like when they're like crispy and then they're like drenched in like sauce. Interesting. Like I want to be messy while I'm eating them. Mine would probably be pizza, but I would want like, again, though, but see, that's the whole thing is like I pick my meal, but then it has to be very specific. Oh, yeah. Like I want pizza, but it has to be like good Italian New Jersey pizzeria pizza, like thin crust, melty, greasy pepperoni pizza. Like fly that sucker in. That's what I'm saying. Like call up. Uh, what was that one? Oh, what was that one place in Tom's? Linda's, oh, Linda's Pizza in Tom's River, New Jersey. <laughs> my mouth is <laughs> my mouth is watering. <laughs> Call it. Oh, I love you. We like I liked Charlie's too. We used to go to Charlie's for lunch. Yes, we did. Charlie's in high school. Um, good times. Um, I also like Naples. Na- yes. Naples had a good pie. We rotated between mm. Charlie's and Naples. I'm gonna have pizza Naples for dinner tomorrow. Oh, God, I love pizza. <laughs> um, welcome. I want a cannoli. Like, give me a good cannoli. Oh, but again, also, fly that shit in from Jersey. Have you? Have either of you had the screaming Sicilian pizzas? They're the frozen. Oh, the pizzas? frozen ones. No, they're fucking delicious. Those are like mm. hands down my favorite frozen pizza. I always see them. I highly recommend it. Buy them from Walmart mm-hmm. because at Publix they're like twice the price of them interesting yeah like at Publix they're like almost nine ten dollars and then we went to uh Walmart the other day and they were six bucks nice I mean so I'm a screaming highly Sicilian it's delicious I'm always yelling um well no I'm always yelling at somebody I'm a screaming Sicilian um but yeah like give me a cannoli but again fly that shit in from Jersey mm-hmm. um but I also want like Taco Bell mm-hmm. and I also want McDonald's french fries because like they're mm-hmm. my favorite french fries i also would love a buffalo wing give me a delicious buffalo give me a wing like maybe that's like give me just like one like one slice of pizza one buffalo wing a, a medium fry extra salty like <laughs> a handful of uh salt and vinegar chips kettle cooked mm-hmm. i don't know 
Yeah, mine would be like a snacky smorgasbord. Like you walking spinach through your dip. fridge being like... Yeah. Spinach dip, onion dip, cheese and crackers, <gasps> mozzarella. Oh. <laughs> or like a caprese salad. Mm-hmm. Some really good wet mozzarella. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... <laughs> My goodness. All right. So that is, that's mine and Nikki's recommendations for you this week. Yeah. Um, as erratic and weird that, as that was. So yeah, check out our YouTube channels that we love. Check out our shows that we love. Discovery Plus. Call up your girl. I would love to sponsor you and tell people how much I love you. Even though I'm apparently doing it for free. So, but I mean, you could pay me. Um, but Yeah. So I guess that's about it. I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Nikki now so she can tell us all her bed crime story for this evening. So I don't know if you saw this story. Okay. Charlie. Okay. Or our TikTok fanatic Jovi. Because this came off of TikTok. Okay. So today my sources are KATV, Fox 16, People, and it's called The Charlie Project. I had like... My last two stories, not including last week, the two weeks prior were both Charlie Project oh, really? stories. Yeah. What? Yes. Okay. So recently, authorities in Arkansas investigated a TikTok video that some people believed to be Casey Compton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a missing teen who vanished in 2014, which when I saw this video, I was like, what the fuck? And of course, Sarah Turney is the one that originally posted it and i reposted it from her mm-hmm. which if you don't know who sarah turney is look her up you okay. know you know who sarah turney is no who's sarah turney she used tiktok to solve um her her sister's i thought that was youtube no she used tiktok well no was that the one where the stepfather killed the sister yeah oh i could have swore it was youtube no she used she used tiktok oh okay yeah but um but yes i know the name yeah well i don't know the name but i know the story yeah like she she became like very popular and now she's been working on other i actually think she was just interviewed by kendall ray oh yeah probably she was just on her yeah yeah um so basically uh casey compton a missing teen who vanished in 2014 the short video shows a woman sitting in the back seat of a car with two men she has dark circles under her eyes Uh, The woman stares silently at the camera with their head tilted as the men speak to each other, which I thought was creepy. Like if you've you've seen the both of you have seen the video, right? Mm -hmm. Like just the blank look in her eyes. Yep. So I obviously was like, that's that's weird. So users were quick to point out that the girl um, looks like Casey Compton, who went missing from her um, her home when she was 15 years old. So police chief Mark Duke stated that the girl in the viral TikTok was not Casey Compton. And the girl had basically came out on her Instagram and was like, I'm not this girl. Mm-hmm. And she said that the reason that her eyes were black was because she had gotten jumped. Okay. And beat up. So that's why she had dark circles under her eyes. Uh, but Duke said the FBI interviewed the woman and confirmed her identity. The woman also posted a video on Instagram saying that she doesn't know who Casey is. Okay. So the woman's resemblance to Casey ignited uh, new interest in the case. And police uh, received dozens of phone calls, and the video was shared thousands of times on Facebook. And it was shared, like, everywhere else. I know I, I, like, personally shared it on Instagram, and I was like, social media is insane. I saw it everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere. Yes. So it also caught the attention of the private investigator who was searching for Casey for years. So basically, because, of course, when this popped up, I was like, who is Casey? Are you looking at the video right now of her? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No, no. Oh, no, no, you're good. Are you looking at Sarah Turney? 
Yeah, that's what oh, I was okay. Because it was, I was just wanted to make sure I was correct about. Yes, that's the one that Kendall Ray had just. Oh, yeah, I was like, I was like, that looks familiar. I just wanted to make sure that I was correct. So I, I of course, like, I mean, it's it's sad for her family who got that hope that like oh my, they yeah had found her, um, but it did bring it to attention again. And then this is where I kind of got like stuck because there's not much about Casey. Mm-hmm. and her disappearance and it's because it is like m- my boyfriend was like you picked an unsolved case so of course there's not going to be information that's like going to be all out there and i was like but still <laughs> but um it says casey was 15 years old when she went missing uh she was last seen in uh her hometown of stugart arkansas sometime after 6 p.m on september 14th 2014 after spending the day at a demolition demolition derby with friends okay so it says her mother judy was at home sick in bed um judy's then fiance brandon who lived with them was also at home so a few minutes after casey arrived home from the uh derby she left again she had a black lg smartphone with no charger and it says she never returned home and has never been heard from again wow yeah so it says there are different uh differing accounts as to what happened that evening after casey arrived home one story is that judy was sick in bed and brandon was cooking dinner when casey left And that Casey told her mother she was going to the store to get some things. Uh, Brandon fed Judy uh, dinner in bed since she was too sick to get up. So another account is that Brandon uh, told Judy he was going to get cigarettes. And at the same time, Casey texted her mother uh, she was going to get a smoke. So Brandon uh, reportedly took Judy's car when he left, even though he didn't have a driver's license. Uh, said he was gone for several hours, and when he came back, he went into the bathroom and vomited and stayed there for over an hour. Yeah. So, it says Brandon's relationship with Judy ended uh, in the weeks after Casey went missing, and she has married another man. So, it says Brandon and Casey did not get along, and he was considered a person of interest in her case. Uh, he well, has been, yeah. Yeah. It says he has been jailed multiple times in the years since Casey disappeared, and authorities have stated... What, if any, evidence uh, implicates him in her case? Yeah. Okay. So I just want to kind of clarify, make sure that I'm understanding correctly. So there are two conflicting reports about the events of the evening that Casey went missing. Yeah. The first report is that Casey's mother was sick in bed. Mm -hmm. Her boy, Judy, her boyfriend, Brandon, was cooking dinner when Casey left the house, stating to her mother that I'm going to go shopping. I got to go get some stuff from the store. Yeah. Brandon cooked her food in bed, or fed her food in bed because she was too sick. Yeah. Casey was never seen again. Yeah. The second story is that he states he's going to go get cigarettes. Casey states she's going to go out for a smoke. Which she's like 15. Right. And she's just like going to go outside and have a smoke. Yeah? Yeah. But it says to get a smoke, quote unquote. Okay. So Judy's sick in bed. Brandon leaves, gone for hours, comes home, goes in the bathroom, vomits, and then that's and then, it. That's and then the he's just in the there. And then that's just it. Yeah. Now, whose story is whose? It didn't say. Those are just the two different accounts. These are the two different stories. I'm just curious but I of think, whose stories I think these are. Her mother, like, just her mother was so sick that, like, she, she just, doesn't really remember. Yeah. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Poisoned, mm-hmm. maybe? Was she poisoned? I don't know. 
I bet she was poisoned. But it says he's been jailed multiple times in the years since Casey disappeared. But authorities um, haven't stated if any evidence um, uh, implicates her him in her case. Damn. It says when he gave a media interview in 2019, he stated he has never even saw Casey after she arrived home on the day she went missing. Well, she didn't arrive home on the day she went missing. Well, she she arrived home and then left. Like gotcha. almost immediately okay, okay, after. Okay, 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 okay. I misunderstood. Yeah, Thank so you. she I'm came sorry. home from the derby yeah, 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 and then she yeah, yeah. said that she was going out. Gotcha. Um, but basically her mom was saying that it was like without like it, it wasn't in her character of Casey to leave without warning her. Okay. And it said that she was always like kept in touch with her mother. And okay. she was so she was homeschooled and she was working to obtain a GED. So and at the time her father lived in Oklahoma. Interesting. So basically her case, like it just says it remains unsolved. Like she literally just disappeared. She vanished. With nothing. And that's why, like, when this went viral, I was like, what the fuck? It's just crazy. Yeah, I saw, because every single news outlet picked oh, yeah. it up. And then, of course, you see the picture of Casey side by side with this girl in the TikTok video. And they look identical. Yes, there's definitely enough similar features that you mm-hmm. can see that it would it would not be surprising if that girl in the car would have been oh, yeah. Casey grown up. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the like the things that I look at on a person are like their nose, nose their mouth, right? Because noses shape are their very eyes. distinct, right? The shape of their eyes, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, I don't know. It was just it was like I said. I mean, I, I'm not on the TikTok talks. Oh yeah, um, I'm an I'm old not lady, either. and I don't I don't do the TikToks. Um, but I uh, I did like I said it was it was picked up by multiple news outlets and it was shocking to see. But I did see that they squashed it pretty quickly. Is like, they did this is it this person well and because that girl basically came out and was like i'm not her because then like she all of a sudden has like all of this attention on her yeah yeah, yeah. and she's just like no man no nah how about nah so has there been since all of this went viral has there been any reopening of her case or re not that i've not that I've, of the case not anyway. that i've seen but it's obviously brought more attention correct to the case so i wouldn't be surprised if it does get reopened interesting i'm, I'm sure it's sitting on someone's i'm sure it's desk, cold case somewhere yeah but i don't and like i said the information that's all you can find anywhere so she went like, missing in 2014 she was 14 she was 15 she was 15 okay so, so she she's would have 22 been, now yeah Wow. I just, I don't believe that people just go up and missing either. Well, people don't. I mean, okay. Do people run away? Like 15 year olds. Sure. Correct. Well, I was going to say, and do people run away? Sure. But there's usually some sort of a pattern of behavior. There's some sort of red flag that would indicate that this would be the circumstance that they would run away. When there is no prior pattern of them attempting to leave, they're not just going to get up and mm-hmm. walk away. Something happened to her. Oh, yeah. She's somewhere. She's somewhere. It's crazy. But like Dang. with social media, like I'm hoping that like they do find some sort of resolution because social media has been just such a wild thing. It's lately. a wild ride, man. I mean, the, the amount. OK, so g- getting into this because this I mean, it's not. It is political in subject, but what I'm about to say is not political in nature. With everything that happened at the Capitol, for example, oh, yeah. social media itself is what is putting these people in jail. The fact that oh, yeah. they were present at the Capitol 
they're able to be found because of what they're posting on social media. And people are like, hey, this you? (laughs) And because social media is just a completely different beast. Like, it's just something that exists to... You're going to be found. You're... or. It's going to get figured out. Somebody knows something and eventually it's going to come forward. Yeah. When you have these older cases, like the one I was mentioning before that Jovi and I were obsessed with years ago, that Killing Fields, the 17-year-old, which now, of course, is a 20-plus-year-old case, um, things like that might not get solved. They're old enough that people are dead people are gone people are out of the area what have you yeah but when it's something like that where it's that new and they're that young and i highly also recommend checking out sarah attorney Mm -hmm. because like literally what she did just with tiktok yeah is just mind-blowing yeah it's just social media is a different monster Mm -hmm. it It is it is and the things that do kids do for the clicks or the views and the yeah yeah i actually have another quick youtube recommendation this is actually not murder related or true crime or death related whatsoever but this is just a really fun one to recommend because he's brilliant uh d'angelo wallace if anybody has ever watched d'angelo wallace's uh youtube channel he does actually a lot of like long form discussions about hot topics and things going on he did this whole commentary on the shane dawson jeffrey star uh tati westbrook drama that happened and stuff like that i mean like hours of information it's just the thing that i love about d'angelo wallace is obviously he's uh very well researched and his information is incredibly uh well researched and, and and relevant but um He's interesting to watch. He's funny. He's very clever. He's very smart. Um, And the way that he kind of like weaves these webs and can talk to you for over an hour and you're like, like Uh still sitting there listening and you're like not bored, you know? He did an amazing video that just came out about a week or two ago um, about influencers and COVID-19 and social media and COVID-19 and how these kids, what they're doing for the clicks, the TikTok famous kids and the YouTube kids and stuff of them collaborating with each other. And how is this affecting whether or not we're going to get over this pandemic when you have these people who have influence over millions of young people going and partying and collaborating with one another Mm -hmm. and not wearing masks and not getting tested. And um, it's fascinating. It's an hour long episode and I've watched it twice. Always get tested. Mm -hmm. You know, your annual testing of when you were sexually active. Oh, STD Always tests. just get tested. STD tests are very Always important. Always get yes. tested. It's very important. Yes. Um, but no, it's, like I said, it's called, it's called Influencer 19. It's a fascinating expose. It's an hour long and I watched it twice <laughs> because it's the way that he describes, he breaks it into like three different parts. He talks about celebrities, then he talks about TikTok kids, and then he talks about YouTube kids. And he goes through like, this is why this this is a problem. Here's the proof of why this is a problem, mm-hmm. and let's talk about it. And it's fascinating. So, D'Angelo I Wallace, will be watching it. I I find it's fascinating. I find influencers extremely intriguing. Mm-hmm. The amount of like pull, pull they have, and then like it's not all real, right? It's not all yeah. real. Yeah. Like I literally just want to start a YouTube channel. a youtube channel of like just like real life stuff right like Like real true vlogging of like what life is actually this is life you go to work every day from eight to five 
Mm-hmm. And then you come home and you're too tired to clean your dirty house. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what my YouTube channel is going to be. <laughs> Stay tuned for more recipes. Um, but yeah, so D'Angelo like, Wallace is fascinating. I highly recommend. Like I said, watch it twice. It's great. Mm-hmm. So. I will. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. So keep your eyes Sorry, peeled. Sorry, I'm short. It's okay. Keep your eyes peeled for more information about that one because that's very interesting. Um, okay, so just wanted to kind of make mention, this was something that we talked about in earlier episodes that uh, Nikki had brought to everyone's attention. Um, we are just about, we actually just passed the an- the one-year anniversary of Kaya Taylor uh, going missing. So, you know, this is, again, we just want to kind of mention her and the search for Kaya. Um, you know, we she's again the answers are out there somewhere she's Mm -hmm. you know we 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 know that there has to be someone who knows something keep your keep your eyes peeled for information you know if you if you know something if you're local to the area kaya is is local to uh lakeland florida plant city area of florida um the case that nikki just talked about is in well, that was Arkansas. Is in Arkansas? Yeah, okay. Arkansas. So in these places where you are, I mean, these are people to kind of be aware of, know who they are, look up the information, get to know the faces of the people in and your honestly, area that are not around anymore. Everybody's stuck in quarantine right now. Pick up a cold case. <laughs> Let's Legit. solve some stuff. No, for sure. Like, I mean, no, you're 100% right. Pick... A, a missing case even if it's not a cold case of murder a missing person get to know who they are know who there, the faces are there are like these these games of like find the killer or f- right. solve the case and it's like honestly there's so many real cases out there like pick one mm-hmm. just make it your little project yeah look into it i mean truthfully like not to bring it full circle back to the beginning of what we we're talking about but thinking about michelle mcnamara and i'll be gone in oh, the yeah. dark and and her search truly her search for the golden she, state killer the things that she found out in her armchair research mm-hmm. helped to break open that case uh-huh. and and helped to push that forward and kept it in the news and kept like, people talking about it Patton was talking about how she would go to like the crime scenes yeah like of where these things had happened you know 30 40 years prior mm-hmm. and she would go and like look at everything like she was very like hands-on right. into like everything right well and it's fascinating if you're if you're yeah. watching the documentary you go on that journey with her the i mean you, you see so good. you see the footage of her going to these places and talking to the people that she talked to and the witnesses mm-hmm. and what have you so you know Again, we're in quarantine. If you have downtime, again, like I said, we might not be solving murders here, but get to know the people in your area that are missing. Know their faces, know their stories, know who they are. Keep your eyes open because you never know. People could be hiding in plain sight. They could be there and people just don't know about it. So it could be something so simple that someone mm -hmm. know their names, know their faces. They're out there somewhere. So all right so on that happy note um let's go ahead and wrap up uh this week's episode of bed crime stories as always shoot us an email if you feel like it is necessary to do so bed crime stories pod at gmail find us on instagram and twitter at bed crime stories like subscribe tell a friend leave a review we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify um most major uh podcast platform so take a look at us um not take a look at us you already are you're listening to us look for us and tell a friend i think that's what i was going to go say um 
So, yeah, everybody have a lovely afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are, and we'll talk to you next week. But until then, sweet sweet dreams. dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0, creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.